Hi there, and welcome to The Sound of Mark. I want to talk about my new book, The Wolf in Us. The Wolf in Us uh, is a sequel, and the third part, uh, or the third chapter, you may uh, call it, in the growing um, book series... Uh, which has uh, recently been coined um, the Vampire and the Wolf book series. Um, I wish I could come. I uh, was the one who came up with that, but it was actually my publisher. However, um, that is a apt um, description of the the book series um, that uh, features. Uh, the one and only Olivia Hunter, uh, which began back in 2017 uh, with the publication of The Wolf in Me. And originally, The Wolf in Me, um, as I've described in the podcast previously, that that book, that story, uh, was originally supposed to be a poem. It was originally... Uh, going to be a poem that I was um, intending to write for Halloween. Um, however, it grew uh, as I was writing it. Um, it evolved and it became something bigger than I originally imagined it to be. As is um, the book series that, it, uh, that uh, Olivia Hunter stars in. Um, has turned out to be also because I didn't envision it to become a book series um, even after writing uh, and publishing The Wolf in Me I believe that my um, my writing of Olivia Hunter um, had um, come to an end essentially however um, and it was a, you know, a, I loved writing, um, The Wolf in Me, um, even though there were, there were points where, you know, I was writing it and I, I didn't know where I was going to go with it, I didn't really plan out the story, nor the arc of the character of Olivia Hunter within, however, like I said, I just kept writing and writing and writing, and the story evolved, and the character basically took me by the hand and told me where to go. The story dictated um the 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 the, the path and um yeah the I that's why I really and really enjoyed the, the the process of writing the wolf in me because it was like walking down a path um down an unseen path um down an unknown path and just discovering things as I went um, and I really enjoyed that however when I got to the end of The Wolf in Me um, which ends on a, a very sombre tone um, essentially as I say I, I believe that, that the story of Olivia Hunter and the wolf within her because um, Olivia Hunter is a young woman uh, who believes she has been cursed 
with um, the gift of being able to turn into a werewolf. Um, she believed that this came um, as a result of being uh, uh, having a close encounter with a wolf and being turned into a wolf um, by the name of uh, Tala, who, um, when we first meet her, we believe that in the wolf in me, we believe that she's there to assist uh, Olivia Hunter. But uh, by the end of the story, he realised that uh, that was never her intention. She was only really trying to use Olivia Hunter for her own means and her own ends. Um, but like I say, when I got to the end of The Wolf in Me, I, I did think that that was it, you know. And I don't want to spoil the ending of The Wolf in Me, just in case you haven't read it. But suffice it to say, um, the Olivia Hunter is distraught. And, and bereft and she feels like she's lost something um and as i say i got it published and um then it occurred i and i went on to write other um stories i went on to write on my neck write my next book uh playing god which is a um a collection of Short stories that all revolve around one character, uh, the man in black. Um, but con I continue to think about Olivia Hunter. Um, and and then someone gave me the idea. Um, but they, they read the book and they read Wolf and Me and they were saddened that Olivia Hunter had lost the wolf within her. Um, as was I really, because I didn't really want to write that, but it, it as I say, the, the story dictated how it was to end, you know, Olivia Hunter had begun her journey as the wolf, believing that having the wolf within her was a curse, but by the end of the, of the book, um, after having, um, been, having the, the wolf taken away from her, she believed that having the wolf within her was a gift that she had been blessed by the wolf, but uh, by the time she realised this, um, it had been taken away from her. Um, so then, uh, as I say, um, after I got feedback, but you know, someone telling me that you know, it was sad that Olivia Hunter had lost the wolf, and you know, it was a um, a sad ending. I started to think about. What if the wolf in Olivia Hunter hadn't left her completely? What if they were still within her? So, about six months later, after the publication of The Wolf in Me, I wrote a short story that which was um, that I wrote in the form of a, a journal entry because Olivia Hunter was known within The Wolf in Me to write journal entries. So I wrote this wall, uh, this journal entry six months later in which Olivia Hunter de detailed that um, essentially she felt as if the wolf was coming back to her somehow, even though she had b previously believed that they were gone, that they had been eradicated from her. And I wrote it and I published it on my uh, website, markthepoet.me. And I left it at that, and I thought, well, there you go. I'm 
there was a little um a little update to to those who may potentially care about the character of Olivia Hunter to say essentially that don't worry the wolf is still there Olivia Hunter's fine and then after the fact um I started thinking about what I might write about next and then um again I got feedback saying well maybe you should write about you know this other supernatural character because I've essentially found myself writing about supernatural characters within a supernatural world um uh previous to the wolf in me um I as I say I wrote about um a god essentially um in the form of the man in black uh within the book playing god um previous to that I'd published a collection of short stories and poetry entitled Too Close to the Sun and within those short stories I wrote about um a psychopathic uh, psychotherapist uh, I wrote about a um a ghost girl um I wrote about a vampire king um and I wrote about a witch in the well who lived in a well so you know I was and I um I loved that book it, it was essentially a book that was an experiment it was me trying to broaden my horizons as a writer and try and venture down uh, paths beyond what I was um, comfortable with, which was um, poetry. So I wanted to write, you know, some long, longer form um, narratives. So they essentially became supernatural themed um, short stories. So then, um, after, as I say, after I wrote The Wolf in Me and then I wrote uh, The One Year... Um, Six months later, then I think it was one. It evolved to become one year later. Um, I started to think about other supernatural um, um, entities and characters that I could come up with, and then um, someone suggested that I could write about vampires, and I thought to myself, "Well, I've already written about vampires. I wrote about a vampire king in." Um, um, my short story, uh, Reign of Blood, from Too Close to the Sun. And I thought, oh, I've already wrote that. But then, the more I thought about it, I thought, well, maybe I could tie that into a story that continues the story of Olivia Hunter. So then I thought, okay, I'll start to write. And I, and to be honest, I was interested myself in finding out well, what happened to Olivia Hunter. You know, the... She found, she just, she thought the wolf had left her, then the wolf had returned to her, so what what, what would happen after, after that? And now she had, a, she had a daughter, because in The Wolf in Me, Olivia Hunter ended up having a daughter, uh, named uh, Melissa. Um, so I wanted to, you know, catch up with the character, find out what they were doing, so I thought, okay, so what would Olivia Hunter do next? Uh, so I started to write, and I had in the back of my mind this um, idea of bringing in, an, you know, another um, supernatural uh, figure. 
and I just kept writing and writing 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 and then as it was with the wolf in me the story just took on a life of its own and I just started to write what came naturally to me you know it's a story about as is the wolf in me it's a story about change about losing your identity finding your identity and within the wolf in you um I was not only continuing the story of Olivia Hunter but I was um delving into uh puberty essentially you know what would it be like to be this young woman um whether it's Olivia Hunter or her daughter you know having this wolf within her you know this um wild spirit this wild animal within within them that they could change into because i've always been fascinated with the psychology um of why things happen why people do what they do and um the things that compel people and influence people and um i wanted to you know tell a deep story um detailing what people go through um because everyone is going through something even though they may seem like they're 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 happy and they have nothing to to worry about everybody is going through something um so and i and i wanted to really delve into the 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 domesticity of what it's like to be a real person um a real a, a single mom um who's also a werewolf uh, but who also wanted to find love, and she was having to deal with her her daughter, who could potentially be a werewolf too, because it had been um, she had passed down the gift or the curse, and um, you know, and uh, uh, Olivia Hunter, she had been responsible for creating a werewolf in um, while she, she was with her ex boyfriend, um, she turned him into a werewolf after they when they were having sex and years later uh, her ex-boyfriend um got involved with someone who was uh the ex-husband of Tala who Livia Hunter had got involved with who turned out to be someone who was trying to use Livia Hunter and um this other this ex-husband of Tala Mingan um had um, basically manipulated Olivia Hunter's ex-boyfriend um, and um, got him to try and uh, help him and, and then they attacked Olivia Hunter and he ended up raping her and then as a result of that and Olivia Hunter got pregnant and she, she had a, a girl, Melissa and, you know, I don't want to really detail in my stories that there are choices, um, but there are also repercussions to this, and it's not as black and white. Like there are always things below the surface, um, and I like that. I like the t- delving into the psychology of whoever I'm writing about, and writing about who, what, where, when, why, and how. Um, and I find that very fascinating. So I continue to write. Um, the wolf in you, um, and in with that, I um, inserted the character of um, the vampire king, Vega, and 
then uh, I had the idea to connect Vega with Olivia and he would turn out to be Olivia's um, favourite author but he was very enigmatic, very mysterious, he didn't reveal himself to his readership um, and it was like a dance between the two of them, a werewolf and a vampire and and I loved that. And then, yet again, when I got to the end of The Wolf in You, um, after they had this very um, passionate and um, tumultuous relationship, because during the, the story of The Wolf in You, Olivia Hunter was having to try to find and hunt down her, her daughter, Melissa, who had been kidnapped by vampires. And, yeah, you, 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 you'll... If you, you read both um, The Wolf in Me and The Wolf in You, you'll get the gist. And I got to the end of The Wolf in You and I thought, you know, okay, that's a great story. But again, it ended on a sombre tone. You know, um, Olivia Hunter and Vega found themselves separated. Um, and, but I always wondered, you know, it was it was sad, but it was bittersweet bittersweet ending and then after that um you know i continued to write my poetry and i was still publishing books of poetry but again i didn't forget about olivia hunter i didn't forget about vega and and then you know um i started to think about what about vega you know who and i think i asked someone asked the question again someone who read the book um the wolf and you you know where did he come from and then I started thinking, well, maybe I could delve deep into the, the the history of Vega, and you know, um, find out who he is and where he came from, how he became who who he is in the Wolf in You. So I basically just started to write the history of the Vampire King himself, and I went all the way back to his origins. Um. You know, where he, the world that he originated from, how he became so adept at um, being a writer. And I wanted to delve deep into his psychology, you know, what his life had been like, who he'd been in love with, because he'd lived a long time. And um, he had created this world of the secret society of vampires, you know, that operates in the shadows, essentially, of the world. Um, and, you know, I really enjoyed that, creating this world, delving more deep into the world of vampires and his interactions with other supernatural beings, um, as well as the, um, including within that, the man in black who I had previously written about in Playing God, um, in my book Playing God, and, and I incorporated him into... The Man in Black into Vega and I explained that, you know, they, they knew each other and um, and I love that, 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 that um, you know, it, essentially introducing one Man in Black with Vega, who was also someone who wore black a lot of the time. And that was the first time that I'd done that, actually, giving a cameo to a character that I had previously written about. And introducing them and, you know, essentially connecting one book with another. Um, 
uh, and a character a character separate from you know other than Olivia Hunter um and I really enjoyed that um and as I say continue to write in Vega and Vega the Vampire King was a book that is essentially a a prequel as well as a a parallel story as well as a sequel to the wolf in you it tells the story of vega before he met olivia hunter at the time that he met olivia hunter um telling the story of vega um as i say in parallel to the story of olivia hunter in the wolf in you and then it tells the story of what happened to vega after the events of the wolf in you and after vega left after um uh, Olivia Hunter left Vega, and um, and I wanted to finally give a uh, happy ending to these two because, you know, they, they were essentially star-crossed lovers, um, very much like Romeo and Juliet, but they came from different worlds. Olivia Hunter was a werewolf. Vega was the vamp, a vampire, who was vampire king, um, and during the events of the wolf in you um vega went through a test um and a a challenge to his authority which i called a vendetta of vampires in which um certain individuals within um the vampire society tried to overthrow um vega and in vega the wolf uh, vega the vampire king I essentially detailed that this uh, had had happened before, that Vega had been married, um, he had created a vampire society, and right at the, the beginning of this vampire society, his then wife and the former uh, vampire queen had tried to overthrow Vega by trying to kill him, and um, during this attempt... This coup d'etat, or this vamp, this vendetta of vampires, as I called it. Um, Vega discovered that he wasn't like any other vampire. He wasn't like any other. He wasn't like a human. He um, discovered that he couldn't die, even though he been um, there had been a murder attempted upon him, an assassination attempted upon him, um, that had been planned by his wife and. Um, I, you know, wrote about how this had made Olivia, uh, sorry, Ophelia and Vega um, estranged from one another. And and by the end of Vega, the Vampire King, um, you know, I'd shown that Olivia had discovered that Vega had essentially moved on, that he'd found Olivia Hunter and that he fell in love. And Ophelia... Um, Vega's ex-wife and the former vampire queen was not happy with this and um, this led to Ophelia and Vega at the end of um, Vega the vampire king uh, coming to an altercation and a a clash a final clash uh, which was uh, resolved in um, the death of one of them suffice to say Um, but Anyway, so, and I got to the end, and I thought, and I wanted to leave, I wanted, well, I wanted to detail that, um, 
you know, though they, they they were parted from one another, they they still loved each other. Vega and uh, Olivia Hunter. And again, I wanted to know what happened to Olivia after she left Vega, after she essentially ran away from him in fear of her life and of the life of her daughter. So then, um, I I wrote this this coda at the end of it, in which we see Vega go to see Olivia Hunter uh, at her home on the south coast of England. Um, in the New Forest, and them coming face to face with one another, and um, finally deciding to to make give it a go, make a go of it, and to do this, um, Vega would uh, choose to spend more time with Olivia. He would choose to relocate some of his time, most of his time, to being with Olivia Hunter, living in her small cottage. Uh, mistletoe cottage and um and yeah and then that that's how I left it I left them in each other's embrace and um and yeah and that's and that's how it was left and you know I thought maybe that's it you know that's the story of Olivia Hunter and and um Vega and that that story is told and then um as I say, uh, eventually, um, my publisher um, uh, came up with the the idea to, you know, connect the three books that had been published uh, into a book series, you know, called the, the Vampire and the Wolf book series, um, which essentially consisted of The Wolf in Me, The Wolf in You, and Vega. Um the Wolf in Me came out in 2017. The Wolf in You came out in um, 2019. And um, then um, Vega uh, came out in 2021. And um, and as I say, I thought that was it. You know, they lived happily ever after. Vega and Olivia Hunter. But again, I continue to think about them um, and about these characters that I created. And I, I keep wondering, what do they do next? You know, is is that is that it? They live happily ever after. And but what happens next? What is the the next step? And of course, the more you think, the more you, you wonder, and you think. Okay, maybe I could write about... And as I say, again, I'm continuing to write my poetry and publish poetry books. Which is, you know, my passion. And, um... But then again, I started to think about Olivia Hunter. So what did she do next? So I started to write. Um, the... And by this time, I'd come up with an idea. Over the years since writing... The Wolf in You and Vega, the the Vampire King. I had come up with an idea in my head that the best, the, the, a satisfying uh, a conclusion, or the, a satisfying way of thinking about the story of Olivia Hunter was to think of it as a a three act play, basically, wherein 
the wolf in me was the first act the the wolf in you was the second act and then there would be this third act but i knew even though that i'd published vega um the vampire king that that was not it didn't feel like the last act of this play that i was uh, writing i knew that it was and it was a parallel story to the wolf in you it was a a character um reveal um you know it was a um a, a character um piece really detailing who vega the vampire king was where he came from um but it wasn't that it wasn't going to be the the last this last chapter if you can call it that of olivia hunter so i started to write um essentially the the, the last chapter which i'd already always envisioned to be called the wolf in us because in the wolf in me it was all about olivia hunter telling her story about the wolf within her in the wolf in you it was a story about olivia hunter but also a story about and a story about the wolf within her but also the, the wolf within her daughter um and you know other werewolves potentially and the connection that olivia hunter and uh her daughter melissa hunter had with one another because of the gift of the wolf within them but as i say i always envisioned the last chapter to be to be called the wolf in us because you know it felt like that was the the the, the most um to me it was always going to be the title of the last of this last chapter essentially um so that was the 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 title of the, the the book that I was going to write, and I knew I was going to write it. That was going to be my next book, after my previous book, um, "Poet of the Multiverse," which was, uh, as I say, yet again a collection of uh, poetry that I'd written, which really detailed and brought to not an end, but um, it was a a, a um, you know a bookend to my first book that I ever wrote, which was called. Poet of the Sphere, and Poet of the Multiverse was essentially me re reflecting back upon the journey that I'd had as a writer and a poet, essentially over the last 10 years since I first began publishing my poetry back in 2012. So Poet of the Multiverse came out um, the beginning of this year, 2022, and as I say, once that was done, dusted, I was continuing to, to work on the wolfiness and um, I began by updating and just catching up with Olivia Hunter, as I have been doing over the last, uh, what is it now, five years. And I want to say, where is she now? What is she doing? And, you know, in the opening of The Wolf in Us, Olivia Hunter goes on a journey. She goes, she goes on a journey during which she is trying to find just find just recapture something that she hadn't undertaken in a in a long time this you know this feeling of freedom and i don't want to spoil everything within the wolfiness but during this she finds someone she finds a couple of people actually 
who reveal to her who she is, what she is, and who she's always been, in really. And that is what The Wolf in Us, as a, as a book, uh, as a standalone book, is. It's a book about revelations. Um, and I'm just going to read you the description on the back of The, of the Wolf in Us um, that I wrote. And it goes like this. Uh, the Wolf in Us is the story of Olivia Hunter. The, the story of Olivia Hunter continues. The tale of the wolf deepens. The vampire king makes the discovery. Revelations are revealed. Connections are made. Tragedy and trauma leave unseen scars. Reflections come to light. Realizations are realized. Life and death, dreams and love, provide an answer to the question, what is the wolf in us? And after I wrote, began writing The Wolf in Us, I knew that that was what it was about. It was about revelations, about finding out that who you thought and who Olivia Hunter thought she was and what she thought she was, was not, and who she had been told she was, and what she was, was not really. And I didn't know this, because it was a, re- a revelation to me. The more I wrote, the more I re- re- had revealed to me that this is who Olivia Hunter was this whole time that I'd been writing her. Because as a writer and as an author, you might write these characters, but you don't know everything about these characters until you write about them until you delve deep into these characters. And sometimes you can inlay um, these layers of detail and characterization that you don't even know were there, but you just put them there subconsciously. You've written them into the text and into the, the character. And, you know, that's why one of the hardest things when you con- you continue the story of a character is continuity you know, not contradicting what you've written previously. You know, if you want to make it real, you want to make a character feel like they're real, um, then every detail that you put into them has to form a chain of continuity. You can't contradict what you've written before about a character. You can't give a character a, a gift or say something about them that contradicts what has already been written, already been established. So it's one. It's a very hard to keep that continuity sometimes, unless you completely plan out a character. You know every detail about a character. You have every, you know every detail detail about where they began, what they're doing, where they're going. And I've never been a writer like that. I've never been someone who knows because to, to me, it's it's really like tempting fate. If you say, well, in the in one book I'm going to have them do this, and in the next book I'm going to have them do that, and in the next book I'm going to have them do that. Well, what if the next book never happens? What if you leave a story in, in a book, and then it remains unfinished? The story remains unsatisfyingly, um, you know, unconcluded. What then? So that's why I've tried to keep every book that I've written, even about the same character, it is a story in and of itself that can be enjoyed 
singularly or even more richly when you factor in the, the stories that either um, precede it or those that happen after it. And that's what I, I, I do with all of my books. Even if I, feature, I featured a character within another book previously, when I'm writing about them again, I have to re- you have to reintroduce them. Because what if the readers of this book had never re- read the, the books previous? You know, you have to give them at least an inkling of who this character is and potentially um, say, uh, well, if you want to know more about these per- these this character, then you may want to check out this book that I, in which I previously wrote about them. And um, it's kind of like a teaser. You're teasing them and saying, well, there's more to this person than you realise. And you might, if you want to know more, then check out this story. But... If you don't, then that's fine. Then you can still enjoy the story that you're reading. But anyway, so getting back to the wolfiness. So um, I I kept writing. I was writing and writing and writing. And I thought I knew the story that I was telling. Um, but as I wrote and wrote and wrote, I... And as, the, and as this happens a lot of the time... Uh, a writer or an author is very much like a locomotive, a an old type um, steam locomotive. And sometimes, if you don't keep topping up water, you run out of steam. And the more you write, you can just write yourself into a into a cul-de-sac, which has happened to me previously. And I knew. That the story that I was writing about Livy Hunter, this continuation of the story of Livy Hunter, was something that was worth telling, knowing what she did next. But the the story, as I continued, that the the first chapter that I wrote, which essentially became the the prologue to the Wolf in Us, I knew that that had legs. That that was it was a good beginning. That it. Potentially, it could just be a short story included within other short stories. Um, so, yeah, I, I, and I was happy with that. But the more I wrote, continuing on directly from that story, to me, it lost. I lost steam with it, and it didn't work. And for some, it wasn't satisfying. Because by the end of it, because I wrote an entire manuscript, that, and by the end of it, I wasn't satisfied with it by the ending. And I thought, no. Because in my head, I had already thought, well, this is the last chapter of Olivia Hunter, in a way. Because in my mind, I I had it worked out that it was the wolf in me, the wolf in you, Vega, um, and then the wolf in us. And that was it. So, I essentially made tried to make it a final but then as I say I was unsatisfied so I left it and I I, I walked away from it and I just thought "Mm, I'll come back to it so as I say I kept writing poetry and um but then I kept coming back to this story the wolfiness I thought no it needs to be told I want to know what happens to Olivia next what what'd she do next what happened to Vega next 
So I started again. I used the the first chapter that I written. Um, I turned that into a prologue, and then from then, I treated every chapter that I wrote next as if it was its own short story. It was a story stories that featured Livia Hunter, but you know, just following on with the story of Livia Hunter, but not essentially connecting it to it to, a, to a, an overall. Um, overarching theme or uh, you know um, a definitive end but then I was, as I was writing it I, I started to discover that maybe this is a time because I had previously revealed in the first chapter that I written that Olivia Hunter was not who she thought she was she wasn't who we thought she was you know the wolf in her wasn't they were more than she thought they were um, so I started to think, well, what about, what if Olivia Hunter, um, something happened, you know, she, she, and what happened with Vega, and what would happen with Vega, what would be, how would their relationship evolve, and what would they do next, and, and that's what I wrote about, I wanted to know, I was, because I was interested in the world and um that i created essentially this this wolf and vampire world which was also connected to uh my previous book um too close to the sun and playing god and um and as i kept continued to write the wolf in us once again i started to think about characters that i'd previously written about that i'm potentially wanted to introduce and have these characters Olivia Hunter and these these other characters meet up and and I just did it and and then and as you know and I kept writing and writing and writing um and as as I um as I read as I read to you just now you know the the, the essentially the the overarching um connected tissue of all of the, cap- the the chapters within the wolf in us. Um, it's about tragedy, trauma. It's about reflection, realization. But mostly, it's about revelation. I wanted to, each story within the wolf in us to be a revelation. Essentially, us discovering something new that we never knew previously about a character or about the world that I had been writing about for the last five years, or longer, actually, since uh, I got um, Too Close to the Sun published. You know, these characters, I never envisioned that they were all characters that lived in the same world, because I was just writing short stories about these supernatural characters. But as I say, over the years, as, I, as I've continued to write, uh, I've I've attempted to con- to keep the same continuity you know give the the same laws and the same forces of nature to all of these characters they're all connected to one another even though they may not know that they are uh and i like that i like that i have this uh, this closed world of my characters and it's not something that i initially set out to do but it just happened and i suppose it's like stephen king you know um a lot of his characters and his stories and his books take place 
within the same world or they can, can be connected to one another. Or it's like, you know, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, all of those films, they're all interconnected with one another. And that's how I like to think of my stories. Uh, you know, the wolf in me, the wolf in you, the wolf in us now, uh, Vega the Vampire King, playing God, all the, the short stories within that of the, the Man in Black, and also the stories of Too Close to the Sun. They're all... They all take place within the same world, the the same universe, the same continuity. Um, but yeah, so, and I really didn't think that I would get The Wolf in Us published this year in 2022 because, as I say, at the beginning of the year I had my my bookend of a book um, called Poet of the Multiverse published. Um, but over this, this year, things have happened, um, I've had experiences, I've met people, and I've changed, um, I've had experiences, and, and but the, the continuing thread throughout the entire year has been the wolf in us, um, and continuing the story of Olivia Hunter, Vega, um, and, and yeah, and I, I wanted, and it's a book that I loved writing because we got to find out more about Olivia Hunter, who she was, who she is, who she will always be, who the wolf is, who they are, who they were, who they're always going to be. Um, Olivia F Hunter, we, we got to find out more about um, her daughter, Melissa Hunter, and she goes through trauma. And then... It was, you know, because Olivia Hunter and the story of The Wolf in Me, The Wolf in You, The Wolf in Us, is basically a story of reflections. And in each book, we see Olivia Hunter looking into a mirror, reflecting upon who she is, what she is, where she comes from, where she's going... And I and I like that aspect because it's it it um, feeds into the psychological aspect that has always interested me when writing my stories or writing my characters. They are their character studies of these characters that have these gifts and or powers, um, but there's always a, a light side and also a dark side. You know, it's the, a light and shade and. Reflections can sometimes bring up, um, you know, details about us. The more we look at our own reflection, the more we see the imperfections. Um, and every character is the same as every one. They, they have things that they like about themselves and things that they don't like about themselves. But, um, yeah, the wolf in us is... Um, it's... You could call it the last. It's 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 the it's the third part of a trilogy, or a quadrilogy, if you want to include Vega the Vampire King into that. But it's also a, a book that is also a part of a uh, a greater world, a greater narrative. Um, but um, and I have no idea where the character of Olivia Hunter will go next after the wolf in us but it could be that this that the wolf in us could be the last 
time that Olivia Hunter is seen. I mean, the way it ends, which I'm not going to spoil, Olivia Hunter walks into the um, walks into to the horizon, um, and she leaves the world that we we've only known her in over the last um, five years that I've known her in. She goes somewhere else. I'm not going to say where. I'm not going to say with whom. But she leaves. Now, there are many ways that you could see that. And I really want people to read The Wolf in Us and see the arc. Um, I want people to read the entire universe that I've I've um, written and constructed um, accidentally. Uh, from beginning from... Maybe too close to the sun. That my short story collection. Then, then read um, the wolf in me and playing guard and the wolf in you and Vega and the wolf in us. Because then you will understand who these characters are from beginning to end. But as I say, you can. I hope that people can enjoy these books individually for what they are and the stories told within them. So the wolf in us can be, in my opinion, enjoyed. From beginning to end, and it is a story about uh, essentially what the story of the wolf and the vampire is all about. It's all about l- losing your identity, finding your identity, discovering who people are and why they do what they do, and the gifts that people have and what they do with them. And uh, by the end of The Wolf in Us, I am literally um, writing the last chapter in this stage of Livy Hunter. Now, who knows whether there will be a continuation, what will happen to Olivia Hunter next. But when she walks into the sunset, she, and she doesn't walk directly into the sunset, but she, there is a, that could be d- d- thought of as an ending, when she does, it is it is open ended, um, but it could also be perceived as as an ending because she is moving on. As I say, she's leaving the world that she knew and going somewhere else. Where, when, how, why, with whom, you'll have to find out within the wolf in us. But she's doing something. Um, that she wants to do because she is an explorer in and out she she becomes a writer over time um but she's more than anything when she was introduced she was a teacher she went to university as a teacher um she's also a werewolf so she had to balance out being a, a teacher and a werewolf and then eventually a mother and then a lover and then a wife to this, you know, supernatural um, god, as he's perceived by his people, this vampire king. Um, so she's having to balance all this with being a normal person. But you know, she, like everybody, has good days and bad days, and um, we see her go through all this in the pages of the Wolf in Us. She starts out happy, she starts out satisfied, then she goes through these periods of, this period of 
tragedy and trauma, um, as does her daughter, Melissa Hunter. She realises things about herself, she realises things about other people, other werewolves. As I say, the vampire King Vega makes a discovery. He finds out something about somewhere that he he was determined and he thought had a definitive answer to, but he realises that he didn't know everything. And that's really what The Wolf in Us is about, is, is about finding out more about these characters, about this world, and about um, why things happen. And essentially about people, because these are, even though I write about these gifted individuals, these supernatural um, people, they are real people. They have lives, they have emotions, they have feelings, and... Um, they um, they go through things that test them, but they're also reflections of us. Because in each one of these characters that I've written about, they are imbued with human emotions that everybody has felt at some point in their life. Whether that's love, loss, um, you know, feelings of um, optimism... And then, you know, moments of questioning their own sanity, their own worth, their own purpose in life. And um, and things happen in life that you can't plan for and you just have to go with the flow, you have to adapt. And sometimes that can be hard and... But, um, but yeah, so that's what I love. I love writing about characters... And about a world in in which people don't know everything. They're constantly finding out and discovering more about themselves and about the world and about other things. So, And I will continue to do that in whatever it is that I go on to write about next, which I have no idea. But the question is, you know, what is what is the wolf? And we definitely find out who the wolf is. And where the wolf is, and where the wolf came from, uh, within the the main protagonist of the world of the wolf and the vampire, um, and that is always going to be Olivia Hunter. But the question also is, where where will Olivia Hunter go next? Well, I detail where Olivia Hunter is going next, what she's going to do next. I can't tell you that. Because I have no idea. And nor does she. And nor will the readers. So you can either... You can make up your own mind. But as I say, it's open-ended. It's open to interpretation. And you can make it up yourself. Now, whether I come in, you know... In the future, come up with an idea... In which I can bring Olivia Hunter back for a reason. Because I don't believe that you should just write about a character... And have no reason for them to have this adventure have this story told about them it has to have some deeper meaning some deeper interconnectivity why are they doing why am i writing about this person you know what is it about them that needs to be told um so you know maybe i'll come up with an idea one day but at the moment as i say um i really just want people to enjoy the story of olivia hunter that i tell within 
the wolf in us. And if you want to know more about Olivia Hunter, you can go back and read The Wolf in Me, which was where the story of Olivia Hunter began. If you want to continue knowing more about Olivia Hunter, you can go and read more about her and the relationship that she had with Vega, the Vampire King, in The Wolf in You. If you want to know more about Vega, then you can read more about his life and his origins in Vega, the Vampire King. Uh, and what happened, you know, did what happened when Vega and Olivia Hunter met each other after the events of The Wolf in You, uh, you get to find out in Vega, the Vampire King. And if you want to know more about, it, it's like a, a continuing cycle. If you want to know more about what happens to Vega and Olivia Hunter next after uh, Vega, the Vampire King and The Wolf in You, then... The, the, that is the story of the wolf in us. And, um, yeah, I loved writing every chapter, every, and, and once I, and as I was continuing to, continue to write, it, it grows. It's like writing a book, writing a story, the chapters of a story, it's like planting seeds, it's like planting flowers within a garden, as you as you watch it, uh, as you you know as you maintain it, you see it change. You see it bloom, and blossom, and and it changes from beginning when you 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 first planted it to uh, and as you as you go through the seasons, as you live your life, when you come back to it every time and you reread it and you edit it, you as I say you make these slight alterations. As I say you you tend to it. It changes and you think, oh, I'll change this, I'll change that. It'll make it look better. It'll make it feel better. And that's what it is. It's a garden. Writing a story or a, a, a novel, a short story, a book, it's it's a, it's like a garden. And you, you have to just take it one step at a time and um, just tend to it and do the best you can with it. Uh, but I'm really happy with how that the story of the wolf in us has turned out i'm really happy with the character where olivia hunter began the story the you know the the journey that she has within the wolf in us and i'm happy with where it ends um and as i say maybe there will be more maybe olivia hunter will turn up in other books that i write but um i always envisioned it being this trilogy of the wolf in me, the wolf in you, the wolf in us. Um, and if it ends, if that is the story, if the, the story of Olivia Hunter is the wolf in me, the wolf in you, Vega the Vampire King, and then the wolf in us, then I'll be happy. Um, but we'll see what happens next. We'll see what I'll write about next. But um, for now, I just want to leave you by saying that I hope you will choose to check out my new book uh the wolf in us um on amazon or on barnes and noble you can get it as an ebook or as in a physical book um and i hope you will choose to check out the other books um of my bibliography um including my books of poetry short stories and novellas um but yeah so for now i uh, just want to say thank you for listening uh happy reading um and um 
yeah, have a good day, and uh, I'll talk to you again soon. If you liked what you heard in this episode of the podcast and you wanted to check out some more of my poetry or my books of poetry or novellas, then you can do so by checking out my website, markthepoet.me, or you can check out my books on Amazon uh, or on Barnes & Noble or uh, from Waterstones here in the UK or any other uh, independent uh, bookstore online. And um, I hope you like what you read and I hope you like what you heard in this episode of the podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard in this episode of the podcast and you would like to show your appreciation, um, then you can do so by buying me a coffee. And you can do so by buying me a coffee on buymeacoffee.com slash markthepoet. Uh, there you can um, send a donation and um, that will uh, allow me to buy myself a coffee and also uh, as a result fuel the next uh, poem that I write um, and share and perhaps one day publish uh, because I'm a big lover of um, coffee I'm an avid uh, Starbucks uh, aficionado and um, Starbucks, uh, I have to say, has been the catalyst um, of many poems that I've written over the years um, and I've been to many Starbuckses around the world and I there's nothing I love more than going to Starbucks um, whenever I can, sitting down at my favourite table uh, with a caramel macchiato with my notebook open and um, and just sitting there being inspired by everything I hear, see and um, and as a result writing a poem. And um, yeah, if you want to contribute to uh, that um, spark of inspiration and the next um, generation of poems that I will get to write, uh, then, like I said, you can you can do so by going to www.buymeacoffee.com/slash/markthepoet, uh, uh, and I will thank you greatly.